Hey guys, welcome to the Real Quick with Mike Swick podcast, special quarantine series, episode number five. Special guest today, um, someone who I've been uh, kind of attached to for 15 years uh, from the Ultimate Fighter season one. He was the coach of the opposite team of me. Um, he went on to fight Randy Couture in what was at the time the the, the biggest grossing uh, UFC pay-per-view of all time, I believe. Um, and he won that fight by knockout, an icon of the sport, a legend of the sport, the face of the sport for many, many years. Uh, my friend and uh, tough one alum, coach of the opposite team, Mr. Chuck Liddell. All right, Chuck, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, how you doing, man? Good to see Good. you. You look great, man. Thanks. Um, not really, but I'm, I'm good. I'm getting back in shape. Well, you look good, man. And uh, to get back in shape. I, feel, I, I, feel, I feel good. I really look great. I'm, I'm healthy. Good. I want to say, so uh, having you on the podcast at this particular time and, and uh, date and everything is kind of significant. So do you remember when you were on the podcast before our podcast? And, uh, I remember being on. Yeah, so that was exactly two years ago today. So it was like exactly uh two year uh, anniversary. Oh, Not that that's one of the biggest anniversaries you've ever had in your life, but for <laughs> for us, I thought it was a weird coincidence. Now let me follow well, that up. It was weird. Like I would think, yeah, it was weird. I was like, it was been fifteen years since the season. That's what I was saying. Let me follow that up. Yeah, let me follow up the two year anniversary of you being on the podcast to the uh, fifteen year anniversary of the tough finale, which was last week. I just had Forrest Griffin on a couple nights ago, and we talked about that. Um, and then yesterday, fifteen years ago, from you fighting Randy Couture in the in the coach versus coach of the Ultimate Fighter, and what was I think probably the most highest grossing significant fight in UFC history at that time? Correct. At that time, yeah, by far. And of course, you uh, won it, yeah, being the Mr. Badass that you yeah. are. <laughs> so yeah. how? Man, it, yeah, and you know, everyone always asks me to pick a favorite fight, and that you know, I say I always say there's a lot of them, that are, but that's it. if you put a gun to my head, that's and I had to pick one, that would be it. Yeah, because you know, I finally I got the title after after doing the show, and you know, and it was just it was huge. What's your thoughts of that, I man? Do it my way. I know you've been asked a million times. Just going back to the Ultimate Fighter. Um, but what's your thoughts of that? Like, like just, just in general of like 15 years. I mean, like that seems like it's, it's passed so fast. Like, it seems like we were just in the house not that long ago and it's like 15 years. That's a long ass time. Oh yeah, man. It's crazy. Time flies, man. It's, I can't, I can't believe, shoot, man. I've been retired 10 years. It's crazy. Yeah. Jesus. And then, uh, and then the fight with uh, – I had my fight with Alex Schoenauer on the finale, which was your guy. Um, but t tell me, was that the only fight you ever rooted against me? Uh, yes. That would have been the only <laughs> fight I ever uh, – yeah. It was hard, man. You know the hardest one for me if you want to talk about that? You know the Von Flew choke, right? Yeah. I, I know the Von Flew – yeah, the choke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but do you know what we did it on? I know, no, I just know that it's the Alex, deal. Alex Carolexis. Oh yeah, that's right. And after the after the fight, he was on Randy, Randy's team, but I we became really good friends after that. And and he always gives me shit because he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, I woke up, I woke up, and I look, I saw you cheering, and I thought I won. 
Oh man. Von <laughs> Blue was my I Von Blue fought out of my gym. Okay, yeah, yeah. He was my guy. I yeah. knew I knew him way, but I knew him forever, right? Von Blue was my guy, but I actually got him on the show. He got on the Ultimate Fighter because some guys quit or something. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, hey, well, I told you, but you put my guy on, I promise you he won't quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny, man, because like I, I remember the Von Flew choked at Von Flew. I just never remembered who he did it to, but I remember it was the guillotine, and then he reversed it into that choke. And then I've only seen it a few times since then, but crazy. Yeah. So, so well, good to you know. know. It's one of those things he did. He developed. He, he did that on his own, but it was he was always rolling with all these big meatheads that come yeah. in, like, like guys at the gym, and they would hold on. You know, they get that hit your head, and they just hold it. Yeah, try and to so pull he, his head off. He just he learned how to figure out how to just leave his head in there and just and then choke him. Nice. He also like, drank. What? He also drank his own pee. Correct? Is that is he the same? Oh, um, I don't know that. I don't is, think is, so. Is he the same guy that they said uh, drink drink his first pee in the morning before Machida? It was like him, and then it was Machida. I think I think so. Maybe I'm wrong. He might. I mean, I don't know. He's, he's it didn't he's, happen uh, in front of you at the gym. An he's an he's an interesting cat. I mean, I, I mean, I, I I love the guy, but he's he's an interesting cat. I'll have to Google that to make sure. I, I maybe I I may be wrong, but that's what I thought. So obviously, we had the Ultimate Fighter finale. What was your? Th I want to get just between me and you obviously like it's been 15 years what was your thoughts during the process of the show like during the you know as the show was going on it seems like the show just kind of peaked at Forrest Griffin and Stefan Bonner but it was like up until that point it did just significantly get better and better and better and better and like what were your thoughts that night like because obviously you knew what was on the line for well, the for the tv show and for the UFC oh, what man. were your thoughts Good, like look look here it was our first for for the, that night it's our first fight on um you know on free tv yep. first big fight live on free tv right now it could have been uh uh it could have been uh adam sonia and uh what's his name uh and the old Ro Real Romero. Yeah. Yeah. it could have been a fight like that and yeah. then uh maybe wouldn't it wouldn't it blow up so fast but what, what better fight could happen that night and by the way i love both of those two of the guys i really like to watch fight yeah. so i was really disappointed with that fight it's, it's just sometimes sometimes so, it just doesn't work out the way you think i mean you take two great fighters yeah, and they know, just don't mesh they, they, yeah just they were it just seemed like they just were just trying to give each other too much too much credit or just not and not, i mean yo i mean i get it but he, if he's not gonna come he's, if he's just gonna sit there and outscore you and stay away from you you gotta go after him i don't know anyway that's a yeah. Uh, well, well, sorry for letting you down. Letting you down the, the one time you went against me, but uh, anyway, at least you, at least you you have my back since then, so that's good. Um, but that was an awesome well, show. You know, that, that whole show, the whole thing. Remember when they first started? They did a really good job of evolving through the show, like as we were going, because when, you know they originally we were going to vote off a guy, then fight a guy off. Yep. Vote off a guy, then fight a guy off. Like it was like I, that would have been horrible. The only guy that got voted off was a guy that probably would thank God he got voted off. We didn't get killed. I think I think Dana got overexcited and said uh, instead of voting people off, we're gonna have to start beating people off. <laughs> I think was his words. <laughs> if I remember, <laughs> if I remember correctly, because I got some good I news, guys. Instead of voting up. each other off, now we're gonna start beating each other off, <laughs> and we were just like, <laughs> I don't know about this. Uh, yeah, this angle's going a little different than uh, 
than we thought. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah. So then that, that obviously happened in an amazing fight by you against Randy Couture and, and how much did that change your life? I mean, I, I know you've answered these questions a lot, but just really quick, uh, how much did that change your life going from, you were the face of the UFC. So, I mean, you, you, at that point you were, you, I mean, it didn't, you didn't have to be the champ before, uh, you were already the face of the UFC and, 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 and such a big star. How much did that one fight change everything? I mean, like just that one fight. Well, it wasn't just the fight. It was just the show. Like, well, that's what I'm the saying. The combination, the, the, show, the whole show and the fight. Like I was in right after the show, I was in, in Tampa at a, at a mall. Right. And normally I could walk I, before that. I could walk in and I could tell you, and walk around and go, that guy know who I am. That guy knows me probably. And that right, guy knows yeah. by the way they dress and walking around, right? I, I had like a six year old lady walk up, hey, great fight the other night. And then <laughs> that's like, when you know. Like, and they got like all these uh, random people, like, hey, hey, and they got people pointing at you and look at me. I, I'm used to it now, but like then I was like, oh, did I do something? Am I, is something wrong with me? You know? That's so was, funny, man. So that was never it as big was of that, a. It was that fast. It was that different. I was never as big of a star as you, but we obviously got our recognition after the show. And I know what you mean because, like, after the Ultimate Fighter, <clears throat> you know, we got, uh, I guess, famous in MMA and everything. And I could also tell who would recognize me. And it was funny because if I saw somebody in a tap out shirt or you know these gym buffs or whatever, like I would know they would recognize me. But if I saw like a really hot chick, like a beautiful girl, like my age group, or whatever, like I knew she would have no earthly idea who the hell I was. <laughs> it was like it was complete opposite yeah. of the people you want to recognize you. But it was still cool. And then it changed. Yeah, now, now it's completely changed. It's like completely opposite. But uh, to the guys now that are obviously superstars. But yeah, that, those were the old days. Yeah, uh, for sure. That's and that's why that Dana used to jokes around about. I used to say that man, how can how can none of these girls know who I am? How it's all all guys. It's just guys, yeah. A lot, back then, it was, but you know, it, it was it was a great transition. It was great to be a part of that, you know, and and it was cool being there with you and uh, and everybody in the house. I always say people ask me all the time about it. Like I'm like, yeah, would I like to be around when now nowadays where I where you could fight? You know, I would have. I mean, I could have fought five times a year. You know, I if, if I stayed healthy, I would have fought five times a year. Um, but. You know, but I wouldn't have missed the ride. I mean, it, it, I had such a good time with all the stuff co coming up and growing the sport and traveling and doing different things, and it, it was it, it was a good ride. Was yeah, I was I was going to get into the quarantine thing. This is more of a quarantine series special because I'm really curious about what all these, uh, you know characters of mma these these uh personalities of mma fighters and retired fighters and stuff what they're doing in this quarantine and handling it but since you mentioned that i definitely wanted to ask you do you think i asked forrest griffin the same exact thing do you think that we especially you being the face of the ufc and and how big of a star you were do you feel uh you were ahead of your time and are you regretful of that or are you appreciative that maybe you uh, the the sport was less saturated and, and you were able to become a bigger star at that time than now where it's so much more competition. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you feel more regretful that you couldn't have been like the Conor McGregor of now considering he, you're the, you were the face of the UFC at that time. He's the face now. And there's obviously the difference in stardom. Um, or do you feel like it was, it was rightly done in a way that we at least got our share of, of something we might not have. Yeah, I, I mean, I like, I, I love the ride. I love, love being there, but I mean, obviously, it, it's a mixed bag. I mean, I, would I want to be there now? Yeah, I, I'd love to be in my prime right now. Yeah, of course. You know, that that would be, that would be awesome. But 
it is what it is. Um, I, 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 but I wouldn't change, change the past. I, I had a great time. Made, you know, made good, good, good times. Made mistakes. Did a lot of different, different things, man. But life is good. Yeah, I feel like, in my opinion, I mean, you, you saw my fighting style. It was like just, just all or nothing kind of thing. Um, you know, I didn't answer the question with force, but my answer to that question is kind of like I, I think I was in the right time at the right place only because we had such a big jump coming off the ultimate fighter. And, and, you know, I was on countdown shows. I was on preview shows. All my fights were on the main card. You know, they were featured. And, and right now coming into the UFC, it's like super, super hard to become known and become famous because there's so many fighters. And not only that, but there's like so, so much talent. So I feel like I couldn't do today what I could have done back then with my talent pool. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I feel like I was at the right place at the right time for me personally. I feel like I'm playing oh, a video video game yeah. now. Sorry about that. Sorry, That's I'm moving because cool. my phone just let me know I have 10 percent battery. I don't know how it lost so much battery so fast. I thought my wife was right in there, so I was going to uh, grab the charger from her. But oh well, hopefully 10 percent will be enough. How's the family? Family's great, man. We're you know all home doing being together and having a good time. We're just playing and goofing off and. What do you see? What do you see for uh, Chuck Liddell Jr.? What, what do you see for him in the future? Would you want him to be a fighter or an athlete at all, or or would you rather pursue something um, else with I, him? I, honestly, I want. I mean, I, I, I want him to know how to fight, and if he wants to be a fighter, I, I'll support it. But if he doesn't, I mean, I'm, it's not something I'm going to push on him. But I think he wants to be a fighter. Yeah. Yeah, he probably. Fixed, but, you he know, probably does. But I was—I I had surgery and, and you know my knee and I was limping and I was like, you know, Dad, why are you why are you limping? And I said, well, you know, I beat my body up for about forty years and you know sooner or later you have to get it fixed and you know just you know I just beat it up doing the fighting and he goes and after I told him that story he goes, Yeah, I don't want to be a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling you, I beat up because of that. No, no, I don't want to be a fighter. It's that All alpha. Right, so. The alpha inside of us. Or like he was, they, they, the kids were picking out video, videos, right? Yeah. Uh, they're trying to pick up videos for the strip to come with us. And, uh, you know, they got the regular, like, the trainer dragon. My my son picks up um, me and Tito one, the first one. Picks that one up too and throws it in with the disc that he wants to watch. He's like, he wants to watch my fight videos. That's awesome. That's crazy. It, it's, yeah, you gotta. You either have to find a DVD or you gotta have Fight Pass these days. Like you can't find it anywhere else. Like they they've got the UFC videos on lockdown so tight. Like you can't you can't even begin to find a fight on YouTube anymore of us, <laughs> any of our fights. Like you you literally got to go to Fight Pass or you got to have a DVD. <laughs> like that's just it. Yeah. yeah, luckily I, we got. I mean, they gave me a bunch of DVDs back in the day. I got a bunch of them all over the place. Yeah, so let me ask you real quick. Um, Go ahead. I see them. You know, I never collected all my like like a lot of my memorabilia stuff. I kept it, but I didn't really keep it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Keep keep track of it. So I, mean, I keep finding. We've been cleaning out the house. I clean out a lot of places. I keep finding. Oh, hey, this is pretty cool. But someone probably like that. Like, yeah. like old, like you know the your, the placards with the different fights and stuff. Found yeah, a trophy from uh, 
from a, from my old trophy all beat up and worn from. I was like, you don't even care. I, I don't care. Like, from uh, fighting Pele down in Brazil. Just like, that was a sick fight. Why, why, why they, yeah, that was an awesome fight. I mean, wasn't there like a there was like a like rope fence around the bottom of the cage where y'all couldn't crawl out of the the the, oh, the ring? Oh. Not was a cage, it was a yeah. ring. And you couldn't it, crawl out, so you just like was he was ring. wrapped in the in the oh, rope and just getting punched in the face. <laughs> oh my yeah, god, no I was gloves! Him in the face. I was leaning out the cage, punching him through the rope. Yeah, <laughs> through, through the through the, the the netting. Savage. It was, it was pretty funny. That is sad. And so for me, for memorabilia, I, I've recently, or not recently, but I finally got my fight posters, like nine of my 15 fight posters from UFC shipped to Thailand. I have them hanging in my office and they're all signed by every fighter. So obviously, uh, and uh, yeah, that that's cool for me just seeing that. I mean, that's like, you know, I have a lot of signatures on those posters. So it was pretty, pretty damn cool. Um, the finale and all that. Um, so sp- speaking of uh, the quarantine series and everything, what we're doing this about, what do you think about this this crazy virus? And like, what are you doing to quarantine? Because like, I'm looking at the stats in America and it's going like crazy there. Like, like there's 681,000 cases in America right now and 35,000 people dead. I mean, we're half past. Uh, well, I mean, they're, they're, they're saying that, they're saying that, you know, a lot of it, they thought it was there. Like my, my wife, like look back, she think, she thinks she had it in, in like the end of, end of December, January. Uh, had that she had all the symptoms for for COVID, right? But they they, they we took her out. We we had chest X-ray. We did all this stuff because she was having problems. Um, and she's healthy as hell. She's in great shape. And um, and they and we and they finally they, they just she didn't and she just started getting better and they didn't do anything. They couldn't figure out what it was. So I mean, I, I think looking back, that might be. So I've been here for a while, and I don't know. But I mean, there's so many different reports out there. It's hard, you know. You know, there's so many. I'm. It's hard to it's hard to tell what's what. You know, like what's what what's uh, you know what, what people are. What should what should you do? What do you have to do? What you know? I mean, but I mean, like, we can't hide forever either. You know, it's like you just yeah, economy. The economy. I mean, people. People start. I mean, I've, I've got people calling me all, all the time. I lost my job. I don't know. They're, they're already worried about. You know, when I hope it starts up soon because I, I'm gonna lose my house. I mean, you know, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I'm carrying the weight you of know, AK Thailand. Like, and like the thing is in Thailand, we don't have the freedom in America of like uh, our, our you know our rights basically. So they basically tell us to get off the streets and we have to be off the streets. And like we're, I'm, I've literally been in this house. This is my house. I've been in this house for like weeks, like except just to go to the grocery store and back. And then I got to cross checkpoints, all the different areas of, of Thailand. You remember like Patong, Karan, Kata, Rawai, Chilong, all the yeah. different areas. They're like neighborhoods. They're not even like cities. They're all blocked off. Like I can't even go see Mark, who, by the way, says hello. He, he, he misses not being here right now. Um, I can't even see Mark. I can't even go to the gym. I can't even go to the bank. Like I'm stuck in this like this small district where my house is and, and the beach and and that's it, man. Like we're we're locked down and they're completely like scoping out the areas that have of corona. They're going in there and like it's almost like they're they're hunting terrorists, but they're just getting the guys with corona, sweeping them out, finding out who else has it, testing everybody, and they're getting rid of it. I mean, they're they're making a difference, but it's like a real crazy way of doing it. The funny thing is, I was I was watching a couple different guys that are you know, whatever they call them, virologists or whatever they do, do the virus stuff, they're saying, like, you know, really, 
I mean, they, we need like 70, 80% of our population that have had it, you know, so that they're, that they're, so you have, they're immune. So then you're not, you know, that's what's eventually going to have to happen. Right. So, I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm glad I'm I'm glad I'm not in a position to make the decisions on what they're supposed to do. Are you I taking mean, pre- Are you so taking much. precautions? I mean, I, we live in a, a daily community. We got a nice house. Well, I mean, we got a lot of space. There's no, no so far, no one has it in our neighborhood. So, well, I mean, I do all the normal stuff. I do what they tell you. I mean, I do what they tell you. You know, I wear a mask. I wear around people and. I go, you know, I go into, I mean, but, you know, we had to come down and help, help my wife's mom and you know, she's moving to a new place and do all that stuff in the middle of this. And, you know, it's not, you know, you can't avoid everything. You know, you, got, you can't just not help people. Yeah, and it's weird because I, I don't know if it's a good thing that you have the freedom that you have, but it's hard for me to even have the, a grasp of, like, me and Mark were talking today, but we've been so without freedom for so long. Like, if we get caught on the street in Thailand without a mask, it's six hundred dollars fine for like and 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 we could get taken away for that like we don't know like the the different you know because it's like you're risking people's lives the way they see it so it's like we're wearing masks when we drive we go straight to the grocery store we come home and that's it like we can't even go into swimming pools like i have a pool here and we're, we're we get we can get fined three thousand dollars or a year in prison if we go in any swimming pool including our own like i don't even know where that came from but that's a literally a mandated that's, rule that, that's, I mean, just weird to me. I mean, it just seems like everybody's. I mean, I don't know. It just seems so crazy the stuff they're doing. You know, it's like it's nuts. I mean, they they I, they close like the hiking trails here. Like you can't go on. I mean, we we took the kids the other day, but yeah, you know, we're the only ones on the trail. We're the only ones on the trail, so it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, man. And so, uh, and I know you're on ten percent battery power. Um, so, y- you have a movie coming out, uh, Cage Fighter, and then you did the one D Day Omaha, right? At the with uh, Randy Couture yeah. and yeah. Coppola. So, are you pursuing? Is what you're doing now more so pursuing film? Is that what you're trying to? Is that what yeah, your passion yeah, is? I, I'm trying, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm really trying to get, get doing doing a, get taking a bigger leap towards more movies and doing stuff. I'm working on getting that someone to. Uh, more regular classes too and working on it um i just signed with the icm uh so i uh, got that agency working for me so i finally got my first i might never really had an agency yeah. for, for that so i'm really trying to get after after it that way um that's awesome yeah, actually that that uh, cage fighter is going to be it, it, it'll be they're doing a pay-per-view event on fight tv um may 16th so you have okay. to look at not in the U.S. It's not it's not in the U.S. But everywhere else, okay. Everywhere 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 else, it'll it, it'll it's a one time event if people want to see it. So um, I can I can order it here then it from Fight. It's just Fight. It's just Fight TV. It's on at um yeah. I think it's on. At, they're trying to do it at seven in, in like Japan, Australia, and seven o'clock in. There's three different time time zones they do it at. They're gonna do it, but. Uh, yeah, just check it out on the website, their Fight TV's web, website. So, do you have any do you have any plans to come back to Thailand when this is all over with and and come back and hang out a little bit? Or I don't really like you, but um, <laughs> you why why have you been saying that for like fifteen years? <laughs> you always say this to me. <laughs> no, actually, actually, no, 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 yeah, we, no, we we still have to come back. We have to come back for a uh, wake up. 
we have to come back and see see coming to all the places and we, only got, we didn't see enough places when we were there last time. Yeah. We saw about half the country when we were there last time, so I know yes, the places you want to see. Okay. What? <laughs> I said I know the places you want to so see. Uh, north. We we didn't go out. Uh, Chiang Chiang Mai. Chiang Mai. Yeah, yeah, Chiang Mai. And yeah. then uh, I want to ask you one question too. I, so I, I want to do that for sure. So I, that that get us over there. Yeah. Once you get over the corona and you get safe from that, you can go get malaria up in Chiang Mai. It's a lot better. <laughs> uh, I'll see what I got. Yeah, right. Might as well, right? Hey, what's up, guys? I want to take a second to thank our sponsor, aka Thailand. Um, I know you hear about this a lot, but it is our sponsor. We have to uh, we have to advertise our gym. Um, we are closed right now, obviously, but we will reopen uh, when this crisis is over. The way Thailand is handling the epidemic here, along with many Asian countries and, and many countries in this part of the world, it seems like it's going to be relatively soon. Um, we are very much in quarantine, very unlike what could happen in America. They could never do what they're doing here. Uh, we are literally locked in our houses. Um, so we expect this gym will be open soon. Um, and in, and that being said, uh, we are still offering the 30% discount. So uh, as it gets closer to time to come back and you guys are getting anxious and excited about coming and uh, training at AK Thailand and coming to Phuket and experiencing uh, all, all these different things, I'm going to save you guys 30%. So you can go to akthailand.com and all the pricing on the pricing section of the website is updated at 30% discount right now. It's the biggest discount we've ever given. It's called our reopen special. Uh, we do have a budget that we can uh, only go to. We, we allocated a certain amount of money that we can go to at 30% off because it's, it's a third of our revenue. So obviously we're going to lose a lot of money if we continue to do this and people keep doing it for you know, crazy amounts of months and, and even possibly years. There are people that come here for a year at a time. As of right now, we are not at that budget. So you can go on the website. You can book any training you want up to a year uh, you can book uh, a, week, a week session. It's group training classes, by the way. Only group training classes. It can't be, obviously, the travel packages with the taxis and the accommodations and the food plans uh, and, and such. But the training classes that are group classes, um, MMA, BJJ, strength and conditioning, Airdyne, and uh, Muay Thai. 30% discount. You can book a week. You can book two weeks. You can book a month. You can book three months. You can book six months. You can book a year at 30% right now. If you have any questions, info at akthailand.com. And you can go to akthailand.com and book. If you don't have any questions, it's plain and simple. That's The pricing is one way. You can't mess it up. Um, and anyway, I want to thank you all for uh, uh, bearing with us with this uh, crisis. And we hope to see you soon and, and enjoy uh, some good training here in Thailand. All right, yeah. Chuck, you're back, man. You got the you got the phone charged. You you cut out there, so I, obviously you said that the phone was on ten percent. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know I how assumed... it died that fast. Sorry about that. No, nah, no worries, man. I'm, I'm sorry about cutting you off, number one. No, no what? worries, man. Yeah, that's that, uh, that's exactly it like the a look. Slight delay, so it messes me up. That look that you just gave was the exact look that it was like stuck on. And I couldn't tell if you like were cut off or if you were just like staring me down. And it took me like a few seconds and I was like, no, we lost him. He's not, he's not doing that again. Okay, cool. So I was going to ask you, um, so during the TV show, um, 
something that didn't happen. I was talking to Force about, uh, you know, or something that didn't get shown on the TV show that, that actually did happen was uh, the very last night uh, I fought. I, I had fought uh, Stefan Bonner on the final fight of the show. And then uh, that night, Stefan Bonner decided he wanted some alcohol and we couldn't leave the house. So he decided to take a shower and crawl through the smallest window I've ever seen in my life and then go two miles and get alcohol, uh, of which he got caught, surprisingly. Um, and the the interesting factor of why I'm bringing this up is that Stefan Bonner almost got kicked off the TV show. Uh, it was very, very, very close of him getting kicked off, and that was after we fought, which means I would have fought Forrest Griffin in the finale. And so I was talking to Forrest about that, about how it's funny how things work out because that fight had to happen the way it was to be the fight that it was, to be the greatest fight uh, in UFC history of two guys just pounding each other's faces in for 15 straight minutes. And in my opinion, I just think yeah, if I had fought Forrest. For a better fight. Yeah, if, if I had fought Forrest and, and he got kicked off the show and it was me and Forrest in the finals and the finale, it could have been the most devastating knockout but, either way. And, and like, it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't I, have been I the greatest fight. I think it still would have been a great fight. That still would have been a great fight. It wouldn't have been the fight, though. Because one of I, us would have been knocked out. I, you can't, I, like, I, you can't write it. You couldn't have, as a as a writer, you could have written a better fight. Yeah, for, for, I for agree. As our first, as our first free fight, live fight for for the audience to see. I mean, crazy. We couldn't ask for better. Yeah, I think Dana was saying how like during that fight. It was like the ratings were going up as if like people were like calling their friends and basically saying like tune into the show and watch this fight because it's crazy. So like it was it was it was like between that 15 minutes of fighting, the ratings just kept getting higher and higher and higher and higher. So you're right. That was an amazing fight. So even though I was sad about not being in the finale and, and being able to fight for us, I mean, that was the greatest fight that could have possibly happened. Um but going from there, I wanted to ask something that I've never heard you answer, and I've and I've always wondered being a guest, I'm not a guest, but a fighter on that show. Like, so Forrest, I mean, I mean, Stefan wanted to have some alcohol, have some fun, and get out of the house. We were stir crazy. So I know I know what it was like to be stir crazy inside the house. What was it like for you guys? Like, what did y'all what did y'all do while we were in the house? Did you guys get to go out and have fun and do cool stuff, or were y'all in a house or in a hotel? Like, oh, yeah. What were y'all doing? We, they had a set an apartment, a nice apartment, and yeah, we just uh, we had a good time. I had a good time. We it was a uh, it, it was a lot of fun. We had, you know we were going you know, going in, going out. I, although it was I, we had the day off. Remember, we were gonna have the day off. Our, our, we were gonna have the day off the day that um, you guys decided got the alcohol taken away after um, leaving went nuts. <laughs> yeah. And Diego. Yeah, but uh, he, like, and I, I like how you we said we get called in. We had an emergency. Hey, by the way, we got an emergency call in at the day after Halloween in Vegas. I was out for Halloween in Vegas all night. <laughs> you know, around Vegas, Vegas Halloween. We get called in at eight o'clock in the morning when, when we had the day off. Like I had the day off till the night. We didn't have to train you guys all night. And I called. Yeah. They call. They call me. I, I'm lucky. I answered my phone. I like, yeah, y'all didn't, really? didn't look happy. It's like in the morning right now. <laughs> yeah, we, we fucked that and then, night up. It was funny. I was sitting there. All, that was uh, when I got the great line. Uh, hey, uh, man, that guy's got issues. I'm like, I'm like, 
we all got issues. What are you talking about? We fight for a living. They're trying. They're trying to justify why a bunch of cage fighters acted crazy for one night. It's like clearly we veered off the the course of normalcy at some point to decide to fight in a cage for it. Hey, but, like, but it's like, but it's like you put. Look, I hear, I tell people all the time. Look, think about this. They have less rights than prisoners doing in jail. Yeah. They're stuck in a house. I mean, it's a nicer house, but you know, you've got no TV, you got no radio, yeah. you got, you know. They're messing with you. They were messing with you guys. Like you guys asked for bananas, they give you five to, to share yeah. between all of you. Now they they were messing with you that way. They put alcohol in the house on purpose. Yeah. You know, so you can get bored and start drinking and do crazy stuff. They were doing instigating stuff. You know, as, you know they tell you guys said stuff about you in the in the professional things and whatever. Look, they were they like they were they were trying to create drama. And it said that was their job. That they, they were really trying. I mean, I I was we got in, and you know the funny thing is like like did you? I mean, I don't know how they they treat treat you guys, but they started out trying to treat us like they do other reality show people. Started yelling at us. I had a guy. You, have you heard that story about Kenny Florian? When they they came in and they told me he's got to get out there in five minutes. After that, uh, okay, I'll tell you the story. So he was wrapping his hands, right? Um, they, we had to get his hands wrapped, and the guy was late showing up to wrap, wrap his hands. And remember the fights, they're, they're going to film them and, and, and air them a month later or whatever, right? Yeah. A couple months later. So so I'm like, no, no, he's going to, the guy comes out, and this is just like some assistant guy, one of the guys, not even anybody I knew who he was, comes in and goes, Hey, he's got to uh, be out there in five minutes. Oh, man, it's going to be 15, 20 minutes. He just got his hands taped. I need 15, 20 minutes to warm up. And the guy goes, hey, you need to get out there right now. I, I'm like, what the hell did you just say? He's like, his eyes got this big. He's like, shit, uh, like I started walking. Because I got up and I started walking. I said, what the hell did you just say? I started walking at him. And he got up and he went, got Andrea. And she came, he came back in and started screaming at me. Yeah. I told, I'm like, look here. I'm like, look here, you B. Um, <laughs> you hired me to be these guys' coach. So I'm going to treat them like they're my guys. And he's not ready to go. He's not warmed up. I'm not letting him go. If you don't like it, you can, you can go ask Dana and Lorenzo who they want to fire, me or you. Yeah, exactly. Let's see from back. And so she... Well, I mean, me, me, me and her got along later. I mean, but we, we, yeah. had, we had to we argue with them. You know, you guys, you guys were on that show for 60 days. Yeah. They wanted us to work you out twice a day for 60 straight days. Yeah, we did. I'm it's like, crazy. I mean, and, and they wanted us, and they and these one of those crazy challenges, and then they wanted to be, and, and they're fighting. I'm like, dude, I'm like, they, they're human. They, they, they need to, they need to have light days. They need to relax. They need to, you know, they can't. You need time off sometimes. You can't do 60 straight days. You're going to kill these kids. I knew something up was up when we came in the house and it was like 16 of us fighters, like like real legit fighters from like all different parts of the, the country. And we go in the, the living room and like the, the entertainment that they had set up for us because we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have TV. We didn't have anything like remotely interesting. It was just like a chessboard. <laughs> I was like, who the hell here? is going to play chess. And of course it was Sam Hoger, but I was like, I was like, who the hell here is going to play chess? Like, that's what you give us chess. 
but yeah, they clearly wanted us to get into trouble and like <laughs> and fight it, fight amongst each other and 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 cause some drama. It was funny. It worked. Hey, it worked, man. We 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 uh, we changed the sport, you know. Yeah, and, and you know, and that's the thing too. Like uh, back then, I tell you, but the, the one thing about the show back then is all these guys that are, that showed up to the show, they did it because they wanted to be in the UFC. It wasn't right. about money. It wasn't about fame at the time, because no one knew what it was going to do. No one knew they were going to be famous. No one, they just, hey, I can get into the UFC this way. This is how I'm getting into the UFC. And they thought they were fighting for one spot in the UFC. They didn't know that, yeah. they, that they were going to bring everybody in or they're going to bring, bring most of the guys in. You know, that that wasn't, and that wasn't, it, they decided to give, a, give other guys contracts be, because they thought they were good enough. Not, not because, not, not because they were required to or, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. Well, I'll let you go, man. I know you got a lot going on. You've been doing interviews all day. I saw you with Ariel. You did another interview before that, and I know you got one scheduled after this. But uh, I really appreciate it, man. You always take time out for me, and uh, and and I appreciate talking to you. And uh, it's been a, it's been a fun ride for 15 years. I look forward to seeing you in the movie industry and and doing films and TV shows and stuff. And man, stay safe over there because that Corona. I wake up every day and look at the updates and. It's scary, man. Y'all are in the epicenter over there, so be safe and uh, and and don't get don't get that shit. I'm gonna try not to. Thanks. All right, man. And when you hey, get, when this is all over with, out, I'm gonna bring you back guys, to Thailand. Tell you people to check out the cage fighter that one night. Yeah, it's overseas, um, well, outside of the U.S. And uh, this one night, May fifteenth, May fifteenth, May fifteenth, May sixteenth. Sorry. Send me the information, text me the information, and I'll post it. And we'll watch it for sure, 100%. All right. I was looking up awesome. the trailer and everything for that, so it's pretty cool. It's got a lot of cool people in there, so I'm excited about it. Awesome. All right, take talk care, Chuck. Later, hey, I'll, I'll talk to you later, brother. All right, there you go, Chuck Liddell. Uh, always good to talk to him again. Two years ago, he was on the show exactly to this day. Back on again. Love talking to Chuck. Such a cool guy. A lot of people ask me, is he a cool guy in person? He is, man. And you probably saw it in the podcast. Maybe he jokes a lot. He's awesome. Um, good friend for many years. You know, we've been attached since since the Tough One uh, reality show. And, uh, yeah, so it's great having him on the show. Uh, we're going to keep these going. And uh, I got some great guests lined up for the future here in the next week. So it's the very near future. And uh, so uh, subscribe. If you're listening on the audio platforms, make sure you uh, subscribe to those. Spotify, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, if you're on those audio platforms, check us out on YouTube. It's always better to see uh, you know, us talking, and it's just a better experience if you can. And subscribe to us on YouTube. It makes us feel good. I want to build up these subscribers on YouTube so we can uh, feel like we have a cool show. Um, and I want to thank you guys so much for uh, watching, listening, uh, leaving comments, um, giving us your feedback. I appreciate it. This is a hobby of ours, you know, doing this. It's usually me and Mark. He's in quarantine right now. Um, so it's just me right now. But, uh, you know, this is fun for us to, to talk to our friends, fighters, celebrities, and 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 different personalities in the sports world or entertainment world and uh, it's great to share that with you guys and and know that you're enjoying it as well so thank you all for listening watching and see you next time <laughs>